All right, guys. Per- oh, that's enough. Well, it's been a long time. Yeah, welcome back. Well, well, it's only been a week. Right. But we've got a very special guest here. Some of y'all are probably thrown off by this timeline. <laughs> um, but we've got a very special guest today yeah, that very, joined us. Very talented. He's actually waiting over in the other room right yeah. now. He's handsome as well. Yeah, so we're kind of gonna, uh, we're just gonna interview him and whatnot. Um, what's his name? Uh, Kyle. Try it. Both of us have brothers named Kyle too. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah, we have another brother, Kyle Gazande. Yeah, waiting over in the other room right yep. now as we speak. So, welcome to the convo with Kurt and Colton. I'm Kurt, and I'm Colton, and this is the convo. <laughs> is that what it is? Welcome to the convo with Kurt and Colton, where we talk about music, oh, yeah. life, and reality. I'm Kurt And I'm Colton And this is the combo What do you say? How about we uh Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah Alright, let's do it We have Kyle Gazande here In the house Yep Thanks for having me Yeah It's an honor Can you, Thank you for that Wrong one Sorry, yeah Can you tell Applause. us what you're here for And what, what you guys are working on this week? Yeah, Kurt. Um, well, we're here. Kyle Gasande, if you don't know, is an amazing songwriter, producer, singer, oh, no. multi-instrumentalist, actually. That's right. So he's here doing all of the above. We're honored to have him. Man, it's uh, the honor is mine. So, Can you uh, briefly tell us who you are and what you do creatively? Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, my name is uh, Kyle Gasande, and... Uh, I uh, currently play guitar um, at Cornerstone Pentecostal Church in Spokane, Washington, uh, pastored by um, Pastor Rick Mayo, and uh, I write songs uh, on the side. Very nice. You also release music under your name, of course, Kyle Gazande. You have some singles out. Um, Also under Autopilot Worship, which we'll talk about soon, and then... You, you've released several songs under Brenda Gazande, right? For your mother. Did you produce those? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Those are uh, songs that my mom has written, and I just uh, had the privilege of helping her out with production. So, Very nice. Did you say you're her favorite child? Would she say that you're her favorite child? You know what? I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I well, feel like maybe we're all equal. Okay. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Okay, we'll have to wait until see see if she listens to this and yeah, maybe you'll have to have her on. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe if she leaves us a good review, we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know that you're her favorite. So one thing I've noticed about your music is it's not like it doesn't fit the mainstream everything else like that we see. Like even from your song names, like Tightrope, Wolves, um, End of Me, End of Me, Without Reasons. Um, what is like, what is your approach to creating something new? Like, what do you think it is that makes everything that you do be just a little bit different? Uh, man, I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, when I first started writing, I think I tried to, um, try to write with, uh, using other people's music as, as, as a point of reference and, for a while, I think I maybe imitated uh, those sounds and um, 
um, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but when I, I, uh, came back to the Lord, I don't know, I kind of, uh, just started writing stuff that was personal to me and, uh, that included the music things that, you know, I felt were genuinely me. And, um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just try to write things that, uh, I enjoy. Right. So it's just being real and your music is you through the whole process. Like you're writing the music, you're producing and arranging and recording and it's like all your hands on it. Is yes, that, sir. is that right? Yes, sir. Yep. Um, so your group autopilot worship seemed to just kind of jump out of nowhere. And I mean, the songs are, they're great. We've done one in church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's done. Yeah, it's done. It's a good song. It's awesome. Um, can you explain who that group is, where the name came from, like kind of just what was the idea behind it? How did it all happen? Yeah, sure. Um, so autopilot worship, um, is basically a group of, uh, of about six or seven young people from Cornerstone church. Mm-hmm. They're super talented, all vocally and super creative. And, uh, I just saw, you know, this group of young people and, thought that they could do an incredible job with, you know, as a group. And so I kind of asked them all to be a part of a project and, um, it kind of started like that. And we just put out, you know, we put out amazed, I think was the first one. And then, uh, we just kept going with it. Um, so yeah, it was just, just a group of young people from Cornerstone. Does the name have any significant meaning? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So autopilot worship, when I was thinking of names, of what to call it, autopilot kind of jumped out to me for the reason of, you know, I guess basically writing music and letting God take control. So, you know, letting go of all control and not worrying about uh, who's going to see this or whatever, but just letting God take control and kind of putting it on autopilot and letting go of the wheel and just whatever happens you know, wherever God wants to take it. So that's kind of the idea. It's nice. That's good. So Kurt had a question earlier. We were talking, who does your album art? Yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty out there. I mean, it's really good. Like I would listen to your songs if I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, like, it's very catchy. She's from Southern California. And honestly, I just saw her artwork, um, on Instagram and I reached out to her and uh, uh, she doesn't go to um, church that I know of, um, or you know, at least one of our churches. Um, but uh, yeah, I reached out to her and sent her my music, and uh, she was willing to to collaborate. And she um, did the first one, and then we just kept going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's super talented. Yeah, everything's really cool outside the box. It's nice. It's not like a picture of you holding a guitar playing a G chord. <laughs> uh, railroad tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah railroad tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe you could do that for the next one. Yeah. You That's know. just an idea. I don't know if anybody's done it yet, but I think cool I, I owe it to everyone to, you know, everyone's got to have that, that album cover. I yeah. think you need to do one with your guitar behind your back. Like, yes. Yeah. Playing like, a chord. Like show everybody. <laughs> yeah. What's what I like about yeah. those is because like that picture also doubles as like a senior like a graduation picture, you know what I mean? Yes. So like you could kind of take that and just put a 
put your name and the name of the album yeah. on there. That's use, a good idea. Use it for multiple things. Yeah. Just recycle it. It's pretty sick. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, to the artwork, uh, you know, I, I guess, uh, there's, there's a lot of, I guess in each one, there's, there's a message that kind of ties in with the song. And, um, if you notice, like the first character is, is a kid and, and without reasons. And then in wolves, it's the same character, but he's older. Um, and they're different seasons of, uh, of my life, you know? Um, so one, you know, without reasons, it's a kid who just, uh, wants to be accepted and wants to be that hero that everyone, you know, loves, wants to be popular. Um, there's a little bit more to it, but that's the, the main message of it. And then wolves is kind of, as I got older and developed struggles, that's kind of, you know, so each one kind of is a season, I guess you could say. So has there been anything else since wolves? Yeah, so it was without reasons, and then wolves, and then end of me is the same boy still in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know he got away from the wolves. Yes, he made it. Whew. He made it. My God. Yes, it's good. It's a grandmother's house <laughs> <laughs> over the river. Yep. So, can you tell us about your creative process? So, I know we're getting to see a little bit of it this week, but for everybody that's not here with us, what does your creative process look like whenever? I guess whenever you get a song idea, Kurt mentioned earlier, you're a multi-instrumentalist. What are you picking up first? You know, how are you getting it into your computer? Like what's, what's all that look sure. like? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess, uh, as far as what instrument I pick up first, um, it's, I feel like it's, it's different, um, for every song or I guess talking about seasons, I guess I go through seasons with that as well. So, um, for example, uh, um, most of the songs that I've I've brought here um, for this particular project, uh, working with you guys, I uh, those ideas were actually all started on the piano. Um, but like you know, the song "Wolves" or "Without Reasons," I started those on the guitar. So um, waves of inspiration are are different, I guess. So when you're producing, what's your DAW of choice, which DAW do you use? I use Logic. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I use Logic, yes. I, I And I'm, I'm, I mentioned to Kurt um, earlier while we were driving that, you know, I, I think I mentioned it, but I, I took a college class, uh, an audio tech class, and learned a little bit of Pro Tools, but, you know, um, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the first thing about it now. I couldn't either. I've got so used to Logic. It's just always what I've used. And Kurt mentioned it the other day. I got to get on the Pro Tools train. That way I can help. Like I'm so lost in here. Yeah, yeah I'm doing all the work. I'm doing all the heavy lifting when him and me, him and Austin and Travis are working together. It's like we don't yeah. know how to do anything. They just stand there and watch me. Yeah. Travis uses Studio One. Ah, uh, so you do all the heavy lifting. Huh? Yeah, unfortunately, Preston helps though. Yeah, yeah Preston can do it. You're strong though. You can do it. I can do it. Yeah. So what about like, when did you start? Cause I, I know you've been playing guitar for a long time. Like you were playing peak whenever I was like, just got into the youth group. Got Which is weird. Right? Cause he's only two years older than you. I know, but it was true. Cause you were like probably 15 or 16, huh? Yeah. You, yeah. That'd cause be, I was like 14 right. or something. Yeah. And I remember cause you and Preston. 
were playing. Yeah. And I was like just starting, I think. I remember, yeah. Something I remember like you coming up to us and, and, and talking to the musicians. Yeah. What do you say? Do you say he was going to be number one one day? Yeah, oh, man, I was humble. He said, it, he said, he said <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for up. your spot. I said, what's up, guys? I said, y'all sound great. <laughs> Keep my seat warm. <laughs> y'all don't know me, but you'll see my name again. Yeah, no, I don't remember what we talked about, but I just remember you coming up, and yeah. And man, now you're now you're everywhere. No, I mean, I was forever. watching y'all. I was oh, up man. close at the altar watching y'all's chord shapes and stuff, taking notes. Oh, man. Y'all bless me. But anyways, back to the question. So you've been playing music all these years. When did you, like, I guess, fall in love with the whole recording and songwriting and stuff? Like, I'm just thinking from a like a younger person's perspective that's wanting to get into these things. Like, what, what has the path been for you? Yeah. Um, so as far as, like, production goes, I um, – it was actually, uh, I was on a trip with a friend. We were kind of on a, a little bit of a road trip, and he had an old MacBook Pro. Kurt was one of those. I don't even know if it was a MacBook Pro. I think it, it might have been just like a MacBook. Just, yeah, it, it, super old. Not Pro. It wasn't Pro. It wasn't Pro, yeah. No, I don't know. MacBook AM? Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, it had GarageBand on it, and uh, he was just like, man, you should mess around with that. I think you'll like it. And so I, uh, yeah, the whole trip, I think it was like a seven-hour trip or eight-hour trip, I was just sitting back there, and I was uh, just messing with the loops. I wasn't even making anything. I was just putting different loops together, so I was probably like, you know, Putting these, shaker number seven. Put, yeah. yeah shaker seven with shaker six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Putting like, yeah. Disco drums with like <laughs> shaker seven flamenco guitar. Like, just, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, um, yeah, but I, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I fell in love with it and it was just like, man. Um, so that's where the production began for me. Um, it's just doing that. And it sounds, sounds basic and it sounds silly, but that's, know where it started for me and i mean yeah as far as songwriting goes um i didn't start writing until a little bit later i was probably probably like 17 maybe 17 yeah and i can't even tell you the first song i wrote i I don't even remember but it's not out there hitting any billboard charts or anything no man it's probably awful (laughs) it's probably awful Yeah. You had the nerve to tell someone, though. Like, you had the nerve to show someone you'd written a song, though. I think that can be a difficult yeah, part. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, and a lot of people, I think, some of the young people that I work with, you know, they're just like, I um, I think a common thing that young people say is just like, oh, I can never do that. Or, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't do that. You know, and they just don't even give themselves a chance, to, you know. And... Yeah, it's probably going to be an awful song, I guess. Yeah. Which I, is, it's all subjective, but I mean, you know, it, yeah. I heard someone say, if you're not embarrassed by your first try, then you waited too long. Um, I feel like that's, you know, at some point you just have to throw it out there, even how daunting it is, you know? Right. Um, Kurt, did you didn't start with the garage band, did you? I did not. That's I was why a little before That's why that. you don't use Logic. I was a little before that explains it. So what were you, what were you? Pro Tools was literally my Pro first. Tools. Okay. Thing. 
Yeah. It's like his, his MacBook AM came with Pro Tools. On. No, it wasn't my computer. It was just Pro Tools. So when I eventually got a computer, I actually still have a uh, hacked version of Pro Tools 10. Can I have it? On my laptop. So was Pro Tools before like... Pro Tools came in a box and you like pushed it around <laughs> and you would open the box yeah. and there was Pro Tools in there. But... Was it, was there, I mean, were they the first or was there like Reason or Fruity Loops? Or? Well, Reasons, you couldn't record in it before. That's a new development. Fruity okay. Loops. Was just, Reason was just. Pro Tools is, is like, yeah. yeah. Sequencer. There you go, yeah. Sequencer, yeah. He knows what he's talking about. He's his Pro Tools. Yeah, I was saying his first rodeo. Well, so you talk about where you started in music and, you know, we've seen your website. Are you, do you want to share with everyone like your testimony where, if not, I can edit yeah. that question out. No, that no, that's yeah. that's totally fine. Okay. Yeah, um, that's totally fine. Um, so I uh, grew up uh, grew up in the church. Um, uh, my family's always been involved in ministry. Um, my dad's a preacher, and um, so I kind of uh, I was one of those kids that you know. Slept under the pews. Uh, yeah. You know, just growing up in church. So, um, you didn't actually live there. No, you know, I, I, I pro- we could have as <laughs> much as we were there. Yeah. Um, I'd grown up in this and, uh, we moved around a lot, kind of, um, moved to a couple different churches. Um, ended up in, in Sacramento at the Rock Church. Um, and that was a really f- formative um, time for me as far as uh, music and uh, being a musician. A lot of talent or whatever whatever I do have, uh, I can attribute to that time there um, and the opportunities that were given to me there. So, I'm, I mean, um, I still have a lot of close friends and family um, in that church. Love them all. Um, so I, uh, about when I was, I'd say 13, we moved to the rock church up until I was 20. And when I was 20, um, I kind of went through what every young person probably goes through, um, throughout my teenage years. And, but when I was 20, I think that was when I finally decided that, you know, I didn't want to live that kind of lifestyle anymore or live for the Lord. And so my brother and I had always done music together. He was living in um, Nashville at the time I was 20. And so I reached out to him and um, told him that if, you know, or asked him if I moved there, if we would pursue music together as like a duo, because we'd always done it together before he left and, people seem to like it. And so, um, so he agreed. Um, and yeah, so I just didn't want anything to do with the church or God. And I, um, moved to Nashville and it kind of did the starving musician thing where you work a lame job. And when you come home, you, you write music. Um, out on my toes. oh man um but yeah you write music and you um 
yeah, just try to reach out to a bunch of industry people, most of which just tell you to leave them alone and (laughs) 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 don't solicit. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so, um, did that for a couple of years. Um, and, uh, finally we, we got through to some people that were interested in hearing what we had to say or, you know, our music. And so we, um, eventually signed a publishing deal with a publishing company in Nashville and we're able to quit our day jobs and just do that full time. And so, um, we were super excited. Uh, we just wake up, go to the studio and write songs every day. Um, some of which were for our personal like band project. Um, and then others were for, uh, other artists. So we were kind of signed a deal as like an artist slash songwriter tour. We did both, but, um, yeah, toured a little bit as an opening band for, for a rapper and, um, did that for a little bit. And then, um, yeah, just continue writing songs and, uh, man, I just began to find myself, uh, in places doing things that I never thought I would have done and just didn't really like the person I was becoming. Um, around that time we were actually on tour and, um, I, uh, the rapper's drummer, uh, was a good friend of ours. And, uh, I ended up, meeting kind of, uh, I met, I met a girl through him. Um, we started dating. Well, she was also in the music industry, but in the Christian side. And so we, um, started dating and our first date, I remember she, uh, she wanted to start talking about God and, uh, like too soon. I was like, man, (laughs) I was like, great, great. This is, this is going great. Um, (laughs) and, uh, so we, so we talked about God, um, oddly enough, even though I wasn't serving the Lord or didn't care to, you know, care to, or any of that, I, um, for whatever reason, it bothered me that we viewed God differently. She, uh, was a Trinitarian. And, uh, that really bothered me, even though I, you know, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, you I still wasn't, knew. I still knew and it, and it, you know, that's one thing you, you, you can't ever, it's true what preachers say, <laughs> can't ever get away from it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, so, um, came back long story short, I came back to visit my family. Um, there was, a. uh, Brother Mayo was putting on a symposium where he had a bunch of different uh, doctors, professors that were speaking on the Apostles' Doctrine. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'll, you know, I'll go check it out. And I was thinking, I'm going to go back there. And, you know, I have no intentions of, of coming back to church. I'm, I'm done with it or whatever. But I want to be able to explain to her, oh, wow. you know, the, what's true. 
even though I don't want any part of it, this is what I want to, you know, so I was going back to get some ammunition, you know, <laughs> I was getting some ammo to, to go back and I guess debate uh, my girlfriend at the time. And so um, when I got there, uh, had this radical experience with God and um, felt like he told me I needed to, to let the music thing go. And so I ended up calling my brother and the next day and blindsided him and yeah. And so that's kind of like uh, how it happened, I, I guess very wow. vaguely, but yeah. That's crazy. I know that's crazy. <laughs> um, that's just so crazy that you were going to get, you know, yeah. you were going so you could argue basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I had no intentions. You know, I was just going to come dip my toe in and, yeah. get, and get out, out. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Wrong. And, you know, just so I could prove it wrong and be like, okay, this is the truth. I guess I hadn't, you know, Figured out what I was going to do after that. But. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Well, we got one minute and 30 seconds, I think. Right, Kurt? Yeah. Something like that. So we got rapid fire just really quick. What was your first car? My first car, I think it was a, it's a Toyota Corolla. If you weren't a, mu- a musician, you would be a... If I wasn't a musician, man... I think I would like to be an artist, like a like a painting, a artist. painting or drawing. Yeah, Strat or Telly. Strat, just because that's all I've ever known. Preach, Washington or Cali. Washington. Piece of gear you recommend under two hundred dollars? It's it's actually free. Okay, if you have an iPhone, what is it? Uh, it's probably two things. I would say the notes app and the voice memo app. Money. All right, Kyle, we appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to oh, chat with us today. Thanks yeah. for having me on. It's been awesome. If people want to find you, where can they go? Um, well, uh, I have a website, kylegasani.com. I don't know how long it'll be up or I Ten, don't know. Nine, yeah. eight. Apple Music, Spotify. Instagram, all your posts are deleted. That's a wrap. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Does it- all right, guys. We uh, we hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. We got our great friend Kyle Gasande with us. Very talented. If you liked it, uh, make sure to subscribe for more quality content. Leave a good review on the podcast app. And we got kind of uh, cut off on time on that interview. Our cameras are limited to, yeah. <laughs> to 25 minutes. So we just kind of had to make do. Uh, but if you have any more questions for Kyle, go ahead and hit up his DMs. Um, I think he checks them. He does. He just got back on Instagram. He doesn't have any posts yet, but um, just go ahead and hit him up there. And if you have any questions for us, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, hit us up. We missed you guys, and we're back. That's right. We have merchandise available, theconvokc.com. Cups. How's that taste? Tastes like a good deal. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. We've got a very special guest. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, don't want to miss it. All right. So.